Hey, and welcome to another episode of the show. Today's micro show is on a topic I find incredibly important. And essentially it is this. It is my belief that you will never, and I mean never, reach the next level as a creator if you do not develop your personal style. And by personal style, I mean your recognizable, unequivocally your style. Unearthing this authenticity and expressing it in high fidelity is the most important and valuable thing that a creative person can do. It is the highest creative aspiration you can have. Now, that sounds like a bold statement, but I believe that you can learn to make stuff really, really well, but that does not mean that you will know who you are as a creator. What does this mean, you say? Well, as a musician, you might be able to make beats or build songs or perform live or some variation of all of those things, right? But until you've found a way to make your work distinctive, you will not have a lasting career or even more than one hit. As a screenwriter, for example, you might be able to craft the perfect three-act structure with a clear protagonist and a clear antagonist, but until you know what you are about, you, the author, the creator, any movie that you would make has a large chance of being a snoozer. What I'm getting at is essentially your creative fingerprint. Two or three measures, for example, into one of Adele's songs, you know exactly who you're listening to, right? Even if that particular song is, is new to you. This goes way beyond brand or personal brand to the very DNA of your work and I would say your process. So what's your special sauce? What's the flair that you and only you can bring to a creation? That is the question I'm asking and some insights today that I'd like to share with you. And right now you might be thinking, hey, what about variety, right? You're talking about personal style, Chase. Well, I get bored so easily. You know, I want to bounce around between making different kinds of things and trying different styles. I would say this is the most popular a comeback that I hear when I try and pin someone down. Someone asks me to review their work. I look at their body of work and I'm like, I don't actually know what you stand for. I don't know what your style is. You watch a Tarantino film, you know it's a Tarantino film. And you could say, well, I, I, that pins him down. I don't want to be just like Tarantino. I'm not saying be like Tarantino. I'm saying you ought to be so distinctive in your work that anyone can recognize it as yours. If you spend valuable time, I would say your most valuable time chasing other people's styles, not only are you going to be miserable, are you going to do derivative work, but you're going to burn out quickly. The world does not need another Adele or a Tarantino. Of course, imitating these people is valuable at first, right? That's how we learn. But what you should be doing when you borrow from other artists, which I also encourage, is you're testing, you're trying, you're tinkering. And gradually, through this process, you're building a toolkit, your own toolkit. So how about you let your style become more and more authentic to you, not something that you think your style should be? Again, when I talk to creators who are stuck or creators who are earlier in their career, this is, if not the number one, it's certainly top three struggle. How do I let my style become more authentic to me? Well, this is a concept of fluency as an artist, right? And it boils down to developing skill sets 
that make things look or sound or feel the way that only you can. Now, look, if this was a short and easy exercise, something you could throw a dart at immediately, we all would do this. The point is it takes time and it's really through developing lots and lots and lots of material that you develop your style and you cannot, there's no shortcut, right? It always comes back to your authentic self, the stuff that makes you weird, right? Forget better or even different. Think only, there's only one of you. Only you have lived your life. And right now you might be saying, well, my life, you know, I, uh, it's not so dramatic or I don't have all these ups and downs or what if I can't sort of trace myself in my past? How do I bring that to the work that I'm doing right now? Look, only you have lived your life. Only you have your point of view. So figuring out what that point of view is and how to share it with the rest of us, that's your calling. That is the point of view. It's the highest value that you can bring to any creative endeavor. And this sounds bold. Right, I get it. This sounds like a tall order. However, I know from experience that once you create work that has a distinctive and recognizable personal style over and over and over again, this is when the world, the creative world, unlocks itself for you. Even if your work isn't yet recognized by everybody, you will have unlocked something precious, something very special in yourself. Now, incremental improvement is very valuable. However, the only way to stand out to truly get more than incremental improvement is when you get the courage to double down on you. You should always be looking for more ways to bring more of yourself into your work. Now, you know, go back to, I can think of hundreds of conversations I've had with creators who are earlier in their career or, and I, I, I experienced this very <laughs> deeply in my own journey. There's a desire for a shortcut, right? And you wonder well, if I'm copying somebody, well, then I'm doing it in their style, but yes, I have to do a bunch of other people's style before I find my own. But what if you just started just like, what is the first thing that comes to mind? And you're like, don't judge that. Put it on the page put it on the canvas, make a prototype. Because the reality is there are no shortcuts to doing this. It takes time. And this is the thing that most people fret. They are aghast at how much time it takes to do this work. And yet this is the work that must be doing. So when you are worrying about your relationship with authentic you and the work that you create, the only thing you can do wrong is postpone this work, right? It takes time. The best way to discover and cultivate your signature style is to make lots and lots and lots of the same kinds of things. It cannot be forced. This is, this is maybe the toughest news that I'm going to deliver to you in today's show, right? You cannot force this and you can't bounce around and search for your style in something external to you. If you try to instill style into your work, it's going to ring false. It'll just be your idea of what your style should be because the truth is that style comes from within us, from within each of us, within all of us. It comes from your work. It comes from the way you approach your process. Most of us, myself included, tried to get there by sitting around and thinking about it. But the reality is the only way you can actually get there is through work. Through work and only through creative work will your style arise and it will do so naturally and organically. You've heard me say this phrase a thousand times, make it till you make it. 
Don't fake it till you make it. Make it until you make it. Now, this is going to require that you let go of that voice that tells you that you have to try everything, right? What if you focused? What if you agreed with yourself that you were not going to be all things to all people? What if you tried 10 different styles at once? The reality is you'd never become distinctive enough in any one of them to be recognized, to be able to even recognize your own work. By contrast, what if you made 10 things in the same genre? And once you've made 10 things, what if you made 100? And what if once you've made 100, then and only then did you look back? In doing this, lo and behold, I believe you catch a glimpse of what makes your work truly distinctive. Keep at it and people will soon start to be able to pick your work out of any lineup. Now I'm going back through my memory banks uh, in prep for today's episode, thinking about my process as a photographer. And I remember realizing that whatever the subject was, whether I was shooting, you know, action sports or automotive or um, or some sort of technology or lifestyle shoot, that there were common characteristics in my work, regardless of the subject matter. And I also realized that it was only through shooting hundreds and thousands of these shoots that I could start to understand my relationship with that work. What started for me was the ability to recognize that, ah, oh, I always want to start with this, with this, there's a piece of me that speaks up really loudly and I learned to listen to that thing. And then I would start to shoot the, whether it was the car or the, the snowboarder, that there were attributes to that work that were similar, that had uh, a similar vibe to them. Now, where you develop this vibe, where you get it from, from within you, this is part of the creative mystery. Some people find their unique truths in the traumas they've experienced. And if that's you, you don't need to go digging for it. Your job is to find the universal in the particular. And if you tell your particular story, the universal will emerge. Your very unique genius might lie in the way that you see everyday annoyances in life at the office or something else that looks banal on the surface but simmers with all sorts of richness and detail when you look closer. This is why repetition is your friend when you're trying to discover and I would say unearth your personal style, right? Instead of trying for a certain style, what if you just made work? Think less and make more and let your style emerge from the things that move you, that inspire you, that energize you. What is it that you're curious about, right? What made you weird as a kid? To quote my friend, James Victoria, find you, find yourself. It's in this deliberate cultivation of a signature style that your work will really, really blossom. And I, I, I bet that you may have some flirting experience with success while you're on this journey, but true lasting success, anything beyond a little flash in the pan or a one hit will be after you've done enough work that you have a signature style. This is why I'm asking you to focus this week, this month, this year. Focus, double down on your style. Focus until you've developed it. And in the process, you will achieve some degree of mastery. The aspect that you will master is the mastery of becoming 
the one and only you that's on this earth. And in turn, the act of mastering one thing, becoming the best version, the most creative version of yourself that will enable you to master many other things. That is the topic of today's show. Hope you can marinate on that a little bit. Hit me up if you have questions. This is a very complex topic, but it is of the most valuable work that we can do as creators. Develop your signature style. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing day and I bid you adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive, positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.